Hello and welcome to another Sunday Playlist podcast. Today we're focusing on the story in Acts chapter 9 from verses 32 to 43. Like a lot of people, I know the classic Bob Dylan songs, the sort that feature on his greatest hits compilations, but the legendary folk rock songwriter has so much material and I'm still discovering most of it. Currently I'm exploring three albums regarded as his gospel period, immediately following his conversion to Christianity in the late 1970s, from 1979 to 81. There have been spiritual themes in loads of Bob Dylan's songs, even from his earliest tunes, but this period is his most explicit and there's some real gems to be found here. Covenant Woman is one of them and explores the idea of someone being a gift to someone else, someone who's faithful to God and faithful to others, someone you can trust to be there to support you and to pray for you, the sort who's described in eulogies at funerals as someone who'd do anything for anyone. We meet a woman like that in Acts chapter 9 who has two names here, Tabitha in Aramaic and Dorcas in Greek. She was just one of those unsung heroes of the church community. Luke describes her as full of good works and charity, and she was part of a group of widows who made clothes by hand. When she died, the weeping widows did what most of us do when we lose someone we love. They clung to items and memories associated with her, the clothes she'd made. They showed them to Peter as they grieved the loss of their close friend. The version of this song I've chosen is a creative reworking by an artist called Hannah Cohen, who I've never heard of before, but it's a really beautiful song. So this is Covenant Woman by Bob Dylan, but sung by Hannah Cohen. Covenant Woman Gotta come
I discovered the band The Temper Trap at Leeds Festival in 2010. Back then they were a relatively unknown indie band from Australia, but they had just released a really good debut album called Conditions. It contains what would become their most famous single, Sweet Disposition, and it got used on loads of football shows like Match of the Day. It's just been re-released this month as part of their 10th anniversary tour merchandise. In the Like to Thank section in the album's CD inlay, Youth with a Mission, YWAM, are listed by one of the band members and another one thanks Yahweh, which is God's revealed personal name in the Old Testament. Now many of their songs are not actually overtly a Christian, but some concern spiritual themes, such as my choice today called Resurrection. The lyrics explore, amongst other themes, the idea that unless we are given new life, resurrection life, we're actually living like the walking dead, a sort of half-life that falls short of the fullness of life God plans for each one of us. The lyrics contain these lines, but if living means I'm dead here, Come hurry and resurrect me. Ah, when the sun goes down into another night's arms, we're babies in a scavenger's glimpse. Then a neon cross shines and shows us to tread on the line of guilt trips while love grips the blind. Resurrection is one of those building rocky songs that you put at the start or the end of a set and uh, it features the charismatic, brilliant vocal from their lead singer. So this is Resurrection by The Temper Trap. Thank you. 
of perilous thoughts They circle, squeeze round her soul
pray is to acknowledge that we don't have all the resources and the belief that God does. The coronavirus pandemic has resulted in a 50% surge in online searches for prayer as people have turned to religion to cope with feelings of anxiety and hopelessness. In March 2020, the share of Google searches for prayer surged to the highest level ever recorded, surpassing all other major events that otherwise call for prayer, such as Christmas, Easter and Ramadan. In desperate times, even some of the most staunch atheists turn to God. In today's story, Peter prays in the midst of two desperate situations. The first was for a paralysed man who'd been bedridden for eight years. The second, the death of a much-loved widow. In the second account, Peter kneels down to pray. There's something childlike about that posture, something vulnerable, an outside sign of an inner surrender to God. Philippians 4 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Pray About Everything is an upbeat country song by a guy called Luke Bryan, which reminds us that worrying never really makes a blindest bit of difference, does it, to any situation? But prayer can make a difference to us. It can bring us peace in the middle of the most difficult situations. So this is Pray About Everything by Luke Bryan. Don't worry about 
about everything. I love this next stirring song by Elevation Worship. The lyrics include lots of biblical imagery, including Ezekiel's vision in the Old Testament of a valley of dry and lifeless bones that turn into an army of people. It was God's way of reminding his people that he hadn't finished with them and wanted them to truly live again. Like Tabitha's breathless body in today's story, before God reinvigorated it with life, you too might feel dry and lifeless at this moment. We don't know why this particular woman was given a second chance at life, but it was clear that God wasn't finished with her. The good news is God isn't finished with you either. God says to you today, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord, live. This is Rattle by Elevation Worship.
We've seen many miracles in the story of the early church, but as we reach chapter 9, we see perhaps the most dramatic so far, a resurrection from the dead. When Tabitha slash Dorcas died, some of the church sent word to the Apostle Peter who was at Lydda, only 11 miles inland from their coastal town. Luke doesn't tell us why they sent for him. Perhaps they just wanted to honour this faithful woman by inviting one of the original 12 disciples to come and pay his respects while he was close by. Or maybe they really did hope and believe God could resurrect Tabitha's lifeless body. After all, if he did it for Jesus. Whatever their reasons, incredibly, as Peter kneels down by her bedside to pray, he turns towards her body and she opens her eyes. It's one of only two accounts of resurrection in the 15-year period spanning the Book of Acts. It was clearly, and perhaps unsurprisingly, not some common occurrence. But like the death and resurrection of Jesus, it teaches us that God has power even over death itself. We will all die, who knows how many more years Tabitha had, but resurrection reminds us death does not have the last word. Death is not the end, but merely the entrance to immortality, the exchange of our fragile bodies for imperishable ones. I've chosen another cover version of a Dylan song as my last song today, called Death Is Not The End. This version is by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, but it actually features some other well-known voices. See if you can pick them out. Shane McGowan, Anita Lane, PJ Harvey, and even Kylie Minogue. So this is the last song today. This is Death Is Not The End by Bob Dylan, but actually the version is by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. got a friend just remember the death is not the end and all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend just remember that death is not the end not the end not the end just remember that death is not the end When you're standing on the crossroads that you cannot comprehend Just remember that death is not the end Just 
Remember that death is not the end. 